systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's one of AJ's two most favorite times of the week when she gets to record with me. It is how excited she is and my tummy is wrecked from that salad i had for lunch the salad i know i had an italian beef and a big load of fries from like a chicago food joint and you and don't I'm, have the shit fu- no man i'm man, good it's something about I took a big fat nap afterwards like fat guy nap you know <laughs> I, uh, I, it's something with greens with me. Like what when I eat fuck? spinach, let it, that stuff goes See? right through me. Don't eat that. Uh, oh that, my that. God. My tummy hurts. You're a carnivore, man. Ew. That's what you were born into. God. Sorry. Sorry. Not a herbivore. Uh, you know, it was a good salad. There's this cool place here. <laughs> it's a good salad. It was a, uh, I, I'm sure it's a chain. I've just never seen them before. It's called salad and go. Yeah. I'm sure those it's- are real big in Wisconsin where you're from. <laughs> Uh, well, they deep fried a salad. Eh? It's uh, you drive up. It's a drive through salad place, okay. and I mean the me- menu is pretty basic, but it's really good. Except you know, then four hours later it when like, you're shitting um, it out, it just popped up though, right? Like it's brand new. Like I like have it, no it just idea. Opened wherever you are, wherever you are with that one. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I've been dying to go there because I love salads. And then I went, and you know, now I'm regretting it. AJ got screwed trying to go to our uh, Hawaiian food place here in Tucson. Uh, I was trying. Listen, I was dancing all morning <laughs> before I had to go to work, and I'm like, I need a good lunch because I've been busy all yeah. day. I've been dancing, and I got so excited that our favorite little Hawaiian place is like three miles from my dance studio. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go get me some bang bang shrimp yeah, and some yeah. teriyaki chimkin. In, and then I looked online and they're closed yeah, for Veterans right. Day, Veterans which Day. is totally fine. I just, you know, forgot it was Veterans Day and really wanted my bang bang shrimp. I didn't forget it was Veterans Day because we are recording this on Veterans Day. It is the 11th of November. Now, did our kid have off school when we were in Michigan and Wisconsin for vet? Because I don't think so. In my Facebook memories, he had off school on one Veterans Day. Did he? Yeah, but I don't think he did in Michigan and no. all the kids because they scheduled all these dance classes today for like the morning for everybody, not just, you know, adults for like the kids too. And I was like, what, why? Like aren't kids in school? They're like, no, they don't have school on veterans day here. Yeah. It's a, you know, Arizona is a hard, uh, everyone's off school. So that's why I was even um, making sure like we were going to go to Costco after my son and I went out to lunch and I was making sure things would be open. I'm like, Oh man. I said, well, I know the Chicago food place we go to is kind of like locally owned by a family so i'm like i don't know maybe they shut it down well yeah i mean business owners can, like, they can choose they were open and then costco because what was the other uh oh, i tried one to costco before on a holiday they were closed i forgot what holiday it was oh my gosh i have to give a shout out to let me find the name of it um because i have not i don't think i've ever been to a shoe place that mm-hmm. repairs shoes okay um alpine boot and shoes mm-hmm. here in tucson unpaid endorsement unpaid endorsement i thought they'd be close because they're such a small business yeah but my dance shoe broke 10 days before the biggest competition of my life so i had to bring it in and i was expecting them to like you know <laughs> take it overnight you know give it some tlc and then i could come pick it up tomorrow or saturday got it done for you on on the spot huh five minutes and three dollars there you go 
It was, and here's the best part. I didn't have cash on me and his card thing. He's like, ah, my card reader's not working. I'm like, I can leave the shoe here and go to an ATM. He goes, just come back whenever with the money. It's three bucks. I know, but I felt bad. So, but then I not like it's a job he's been working on for like six months. And now you're like, let me, uh, let me uh, pay you back for this next week. Oh, this was the most old school. Like it it was like a movie shoe shop. Like there were shoes along the walls. Everything smelled like shoe polish. There was like some loud machine going. It was, I've never been to one of those places before There's no fucking mask mandate inside that place. (laughs) They're just breathing on each other. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest, I haven't worn a mask really recently. Really? Very much, no. Man, we're upticking it up. Pima and Maricopa County, you got to look out. I'm going to get my booster tomorrow, so you are getting my a booster. ass. It, you know, this is, this is uh, how, um, <laughs> you know, you just got to roll with the punches in life. So we're getting our booster shots on uh, Friday, which is tomorrow. It's when everyone's going to be listening to this, yeah. right? We'll be getting- we're recording this uh, yeah. Thursday night. Now, so our household is literally the fucking rainbow coalition of different vaccines. Uh, AJ has the Moderna, and you have... Yes. So you were the first in the house to get vaccinated. Yeah, you, April. Yeah, you got the Moderna, and that's a two-shotter. Um and then our son. Oh, no, I'm sorry. My last shot was April. I forgot what that, there's like yeah, what, you, you guys, six weeks in between. You guys between. had a yeah. long time. So AJ has Moderna. Our son has a Pfizer two shotter. He's fully done. I, of course, have the Johnson and Johnson, which is the one shot. So now that we've gotten into like booster shot territory, they're, they're kind of figuring out who, what, when, where, and why. And the universal thing they said was, oh, if you got Johnson and Johnson, you probably should go get something else. Yeah. Which I could have told you that. I'm like, you know, I got the one shot two days before they put a pause on it. Remember that? They just yep. stopped giving it to people. But no, we're getting our boosters uh, tomorrow. And so I'm getting it, and it's, and we're both getting the Moderna one, right? Or, I, I don't know. Yeah. So that's the one you're getting. They don't, and what they don't tell you which one you're getting. They no, just, they. I I asked. At, did you? It's Walgreens, right? Yeah. 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 They ask which ones you got. They don't yeah. tell you which ones you're getting. I think they're only. Yeah. I think me. I can only get the Moderna booster. Oh, okay. Either well, yeah, I'm supposed different. to get another shot of Johnson and Johnson, like a full dose of it, or I'm supposed to get a booster of Moderna. And apparently, the booster of Moderna for folks like me is supposed to do really well. You know, just toss a little bit of everything in there. Listen, I'm a vaccine dude. I haven't had measles, mumps, rubella. Why not? Polio. Bring it on for me, okay? I am a little concerned about it because it's such a mixed bag but, of reactions yeah. to the vaccine. I don't know if we're going to have one or not. This is the funny part is that, you know, the big thing about the vaccines, remember when they were all coming out, was there were all these stories about people who, how they would feel afterwards, yeah. right? And remember- Some people felt nothing. Others yeah. felt a lot. If, if you want to go back and go through all of our podcasts, you can find the ones where I say, at a certain point, it's psychosomatic. Where people are told and they hear that they're going to have all these adverse effects and shockingly they have them. And I say that because I had one of my very good friends who literally, if you could have copy and pasted the side effects like, of the vaccine, the side effects, he, you know, felt all those. And I said, okay, so we've just at this point, it's kind of like a movie, like when a movie yeah. has all this hype and then you're like just going in and you're already preconceived with the notion of it. Right. So we've, this is what we're doing. We have these booster shots scheduled for tomorrow, a Friday. And on Saturday, there is a, uh, actually this whole weekend, there's a, a music festival happening in downtown Tucson. And on Saturday night, Diplo was headlining. And myself and AJ were big dance music fans. We're like, fuck, it'd be cool to That'd see be Diplo. Fun, yeah. Like, especially downtown Tucson. Outside, be beautiful, beautiful, right? Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, we should do that, man. We should buy some tickets. So we, we were like, uh, we were like a second from clicking purchase. And I said, hold up. Yeah. 
She stops. She goes, hold on. We're getting our boosters on Friday. What if we feel like shit on Saturday? I don't know what's going to happen. So literally, I, we're, only, on, we're on yeah. hold. We're on hold till like Saturday afternoon to actually buying tickets and deciding if, if I mean, we're going to go. And the only reason, I won't even say I'm concerned, <laughs> but I'm just wary. I don't want to spend money that we're not going to use. You know, if we're, we're not going to oh, use the Jesus. tickets. But, Jesus, really? Ah, Jesus. Oh, just buy the, buy the tickets, we'll go. We'll I felt like done. shit after my second COVID vaccine. First one was fine. Was second fine one knocked me out for a solid 24 hours. I got the J&J, so I was fine. Even after they uh, stopped because it was killing people or something, Blood clots. Uh, I, we'll, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. I'll tell you. Honest, I'm not worried about anything. I just don't want to spend money and then not use the tickets. Well, yeah. Me I, and you. <laughs> listen, I've spent so much on fucking concert tickets that I haven't attended this year. I could like fund a small family somewhere in Uganda. Okay. That's how much money I've pumped into the pockets of tickets promoters this year for saying, yeah, 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 we're going to go. And then something happens and we don't go. And we all know how it is. You don't get no refunds on that nope, shit. Not they, anymore. The refund days are over. And then they say, well, sell it on your own if you can. And we all know how much the secondary market is. And the secondary market even now is crazier. So the point is, we'll see if we end up going to a show on Saturday. We'll I don't see. know. 50-50. I have no clue. I told AJ it's two things. I say, one, we either go to uh, the show and see Diplo or we stay home and we uh, rent uh, the AEW uh, pay-per-view event, Listen, full I'm, gear. It's I'm, all elite wrestling. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Folks I, not in the I know. mean, CM Punk is my boyfriend, so he would probably appreciate it if I watched it. CM Punk is playing. <laughs> he is. He's on the card. He's so cute. It's he ridiculous. is. He is on the card. Will you stop it? Damn it! Damn cats! God. Boys and girls, how's everyone doing? Welcome on in. This is the 86th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Um, just off the bat, I want to don't think don't think that we don't read these. We get a lot of messages, and I uh, try to get back to them as often as I as I uh, can and stuff. So I figured I'd just rip through a few of them, especially since AJ really felt uh, she felt this one in her heart. This goes. This is from Steve. And Steve says, hey, Pat and AJ, uh, I'm sure you get a lot of these messages, but I just wanted to reach out and let you know how much I enjoy listening to you both. Aww. Started listening when you guys were on the radio in Wausau, Wisconsin. Uh, that's where he lives. And he says, I continued listening to you guys uh, when you moved to Flint. I would stream. Said I was disappointed when I thought kind of the show was over. But then I found the podcast. I listen via Spotify. Thank you very much, by the way. You can listen on, I mean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. Google, I mean, there's so many ways, yeah. but looks like Steve's listening on uh, Spotify. He says, I look forward to the new episodes that come out every single week. Start my day off with them. I actually went back and I started listening to each episode. He started from oh one. God. So this is that 86. Is he started at one. <laughs> He said, I really love listening to you guys on the radio, but I feel like the podcast is 100 times better. Aw, thanks. I feel like you don't have so many restrictions on content. No, I, we have no restrictions on content. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being so genuine and relatable. Aw. And for bringing joy to my day every time you release a new episode. That's Awesome. I love that That's message. Steve. It Thanks. makes me so happy. That's what AJ because said. Because I just, I, in, like, deep down, like, I know that I lose interest in things and just forget about them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, it wouldn't surprise me if people lose, lost interest in our quote-unquote radio show. So now let's get into the other fun messages, and they all had to do with AJ and her migraines. Um, to recap, a couple episodes back, AJ spoke about how you had undergone a psilocybin treatment, more commonly referred to as magic mushrooms. 
um, in order to combat your uh, migraine headaches. You're a longtime migraine sufferer. You have gone through all the rigmarole, you name it, from old wives' tales to medical. Prescription meds. You yeah. have done everything. Everything, honestly, except for uh, Botox and that piercing everybody talks the about. Botox, yeah. Yeah, but I just, I don't have any insurance right now, so I don't, I'm not going to pay for that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that would be kind of a double whammy. You know, I am 39. It would be nice. Jen went ahead and messaged in and said, just listened to the podcast about AJ and her migraines. Have you gotten her checked out for aritis? What the hell is that? I-R-I-T-I-S. The reason why is because she said you were talking about how usually you can feel them behind your eyes, right? Oh, yeah. It's always. Not not behind, around. Around. Like in the eye socket, yeah. I had that earlier this year. It was one of the worst migraine eye pains I ever had. I ended up having my eye dilated for about a week with prescription eye drops. And then I had to have other drops prescribed to help clear out the inflammation that happened in my eye. Right, it's like eye trauma. I've never really had any eye trauma, though. She said never she heard uh, of that. enjoyed the episode and just figured she'd toss out yet, Appreciate a, it. yet another option. Uh, the problem, once again, is no health insurance. So there are no doctors yeah. involved and right now. Don't, don't let her lie to you. She's not bringing home eye drops, okay? That's the other I thing. I have a phobia of <laughs> eyeballs. It's called a metaphobia. All you I, have. It's stupid. It's stupid. And let's just get it out of the way. Okay. The yeah. only time, the only time I ever actually want to touch my own eye yeah. is when I have a migraine and I envision myself just like massaging my eyeball. It would feel so good. But I hate eyeballs. Yours, mine, everybody's. Gross. I even told, I, I responded back to her. I said, that's all fine and dandy. She'd never, I said, that could be the root cause and it, she'll never do all that with the eyes. <laughs> I just again that episode of friends where rachel is you can't put eye drops in she doesn't that's me like that i laughed so hard when i saw that episode because that is me a lot of folks who found the uh, episode uh very interesting and you received uh many many suggestions yeah right you had folks talk about acupuncture yeah i've heard that um one person, this is kind of interesting, and I think this just kind of goes along too with our uh, our society and the chosen mind-altering substances that we endorse, which we endorse alcohol, right? Yeah. As a society, pretty, pretty much now we endorse alcohol and marijuana. Those are the two... Those are the two go-tos. The two substances that we allow you to purchase that alter your mind state, yeah. right? Because that's, that's what it is. So I think uh, Amy's comment kind of comes from someone who probably, you know, is like, okay, it's it's alcohol versus everything else. She says, um, I guess the question I have about this is uh, what are the addictive properties of some of these natural treatments, which I assume by natural she's referring to psilocybin. Yeah, to magic mushrooms. Uh, maybe, maybe even cannabis. You yeah. talked a, a little bit about that. And, um, I mean, we answered it in our, our Facebook thread, but, uh, there's, there's none. Um, I, I don't know how to describe this. You, 
you don't have enough hours in the day to be addicted <laughs> to hallucinogenics. But I mean, that's not even, but like, that's a cute line. And like, that's the line that you put up yeah, there. Yeah, but I mean that. But, but besides it, but I don't like that because it comes off as a cute line because someone oh. even, someone even responded like, is that a challenge? Oh yeah. Well, I, I didn't mean it to be I, cute. I'm going to tell you right now, there are um, no physical or psychological no. addictive properties um, to mushrooms, they even fall when you do the big chart of um, what's the most damaging to both people and society, right? So it's yeah. kind of you have to look at a personal impact, then the impact on society, which whether it could be like alcohol's impact is like DUIs, right? Maybe, uh, you know, uh, crack cocaine sometimes can lead to higher theft rates, whatever. When they do that big chart from the, uh, the NIH and all that, uh, mushrooms is always the bottom yeah it's the last one because there there's no harm on the individual yeah nor is there harm uh on on society yeah and don't get me wrong you can have a bad trip like my well, yeah sure the first time i did mushrooms and it was a very low dose but i wouldn't say it was a bad trip but it definitely didn't feel great and this and the last one felt pretty good but I mean, there's just these trips take forever. Yeah, they take hours. But I think this is just I I hate and where I think Amy is coming from is very much just probably someone who doesn't have knowledge. And listen, if you're someone who your entire life has been you know very much drilled into your head that we have here, just say no. Just well, <laughs> just like hey, there's booze. That's it. Everything yeah. else is bad. Um, it is you know it is tough because yeah, there there is this binary line of everything over that line is bad and that was really a lie and i don't know how to tell you guys that but it was and uh not on everything obviously heroin is bad yeah methamphetamine is bad very addictive uh tobacco very addictive tobacco yeah ridiculously bad alcohol i mean especially the effect on society it's really bad um, but then there's other ones that kind of got, you know, tossed into the same mixed bag, which was a lot of the traditional psychedelics like mushrooms, LSD, those kind of things just don't have that potential for the harm no. that others do. Right. So I think Amy was genuinely asking, like, hey, if I'm someone who wants to do this, am I going to worry because remember all that Am shit I gonna of, end up addicted to, yeah yeah because remember that shit there used to be all those like weird nancy reagan things like you touch it once yes you're addicted. oh tr well we were the we were right? the dare generation we literally so, yeah were. absolutely I, I had one of the shirts i think we all did i remember nancy reagan showing up on uh uh what was it fucking different strokes man <laughs> little arnold saying what you talk about miss reagan um but but yeah so i think amy was asking genuinely like like are there uh, addictive natures and no I mean uh, with the plant-based stuff no. definitely with the plant-based stuff no um, I feel like like the plant-based stuff I just in general with um, with psychedelics because I've experimented with some now and I feel like it's just a it's like a clean slate yeah it feel like I feel like it just kind of washes your brain out a little bit and the next day you just feel new so of course we had a lot of folks Ask again and again and again, did it work? Did it help? How'd it go? We are seven, eight, nine, ten days. Ten days. Ten days out. And I would absolutely say it worked. Ten I days. Have. Now, I if, if I remember when we started this... We said that, like, you, would, you said a week would be a win. Yeah. You said, like, seven days 
without a migraine would yeah. be a win because at that point you were really like fuck like at least once a week it like was you were averaging yeah i've been averaging i'd say probably once at least once every two weeks yeah. for the last seven years like no problem but very easily and they got real bad over the last five where i needed like prescription meds like yeah. nothing else worked and of course we spoke before about how you take the meds, and then there's like a almost a hangover effect to them. So there's a hangover with the meds. There's a hangover with the migraine. Like you just got to decide which one you want to deal with. So you're what would you say? Nine days? Ten days? Ten days? Ten days clean? Ten days. Uh, I haven't had a migraine. I had the start of one on Monday night, but it was very slight. But migraine sufferers, like you know when it's coming, you can feel it from the very start. And I had to work an overnight shift. So I'm like, I don't have time to sleep off a migraine. Yeah. So I popped my uh, sumatriptan. But other than that, no, nothing, not a thing. And I, it's just been nice. It's, you know, after a week straight of migraines, yeah. you just feel kind of forlorn. Like the rest of your life is going to be like, you're going to be in pain every day. You're going to be fighting off a headache, whether you want to deal with it or not. And no, I haven't had anything for 10 days. And I'm, but I also like, I've had very slight headaches. Like I said, even just the start of migraines and then they go away. So yeah, you said that I I would be open to another trip. You said you felt like after your psilocybin treatment that you, you said you felt like there was a little bit of a battle Yes. In your brain, yes. and that the psilocybin was winning. Yes, but just barely. But you could feel that, like these migraines were trying to push through. It was kind of like the tug of war in Squid Game, yeah. you know, just barely winning. Barely. <laughs> so yeah, I said I would be open to a second right. mushroom trip because I, I feel like a second trip would blow them out for probably months. But I, I, it's only been ten days, so I'll give it more time. Uh, some folks chimed in about getting your—is it dayeth or dieth? Pierced. I don't know how you say it, okay. but dayeth. Maybe Day? I have no idea how do you say that's, it. But yeah, that's like that's the, the inner piercing. ear piercing yes, that, or some shit. Yeah, I've heard that helps a lot. So I'm uh, not opposed to that. I, my ears are, I you know, I was a 90s kid. I have a lot of ear piercings that I don't really use anymore, but my ears are just a mess. So let's let's put in another one. And of course, as always, we'll uh, wrap up the advice on all your your new age feelings. I'm trying to cure your headaches with a message from Al Hardy. Al says, there are many other remedies other than drugs. <laughs> looks Thanks. looks like someone has a problem. So, <laughs> are you know. serious? Al believes you have a problem. <laughs> I, have a problem. <laughs> I, 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 so, I take a mushroom trip like once every go. four years and I have a there problem. <laughs> no, I had a problem with alcohol. I can tell you that. that Don't have true. a problem with psilocybin, I promise. I know a lot of good inpatient uh, centers now that I've worked in a few and I work in the mental health field. So, Well, that's not bad. Is that the only one? That's I was the, waiting yeah. for more. No, Al was the only one who said you have to go to rehab. <laughs> for, I, wait, did he really say I need rehab? Uh, he said there are many other remedies than drugs. Looks like someone has a problem. I responded with a gift because that's what I do, trying to figure out. Diffuse if, it a little bit? Well, I'm trying to figure out if he's fucking, or fucking around. Like I have, Because well, like, you, you can't tone tell tone is, Tone online, is terrible yeah. on social media. And he responded back with, hey, the first step is to admit you have a problem. <laughs> so I, I think Al is, uh, I think Al, Al's on the straight Al, and narrow. how many beers do you have every day? Hey, man, to each their own. <laughs> I got problems. Uh, hallucinogenics are not one of them. <laughs> I will say for my time spent in a uh, inpatient uh, recovery center. Yeah, can we, can we talk about that for a second? 
I mean, Pat has worked in like vague at an general terms. Sure, yeah. Recovery center. I can't say that if we had anyone coming in for mushrooms. You know, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got a problem, guys. I'm eating like four ounces a week. I can't See, imagine my my house just breathes all day long. Mush, God, that would be exhausting. It's actually to do every, mushrooms every day. Well, no, it's um, I can't imagine for anyone who who like really knows their psychedelics is that there's actually uh, there's time. It's one of the weird drugs. Yeah, and I don't even say drug. We'll just say drugs. It's one of the weird substances that needs time for it to work. Yeah. So if you like, there was a dude in high school. His name was Pat, just like me. And we started calling him Trip because he discovered acid like junior Uh-oh. year of high school, right? And he loved acid. And he would try to take acid before school. Oh, my God. I know, right? The 90s. Wonderful. That sounds terrible. Chicago public school system was great times. <laughs> my God. But um, I can't think of a worse place to be on a trip than high school. But I remember him talking about how he couldn't do it every day. And that's when yeah, we- no shit. That's when we first started learning, um, and that's back before the internet, and now it is confirmed by the by the internet and research, um, is that your brain needs seven days in between trips. Yeah. This is between, but, but it won't, like, you can literally take, you know, a tab of acid, which is whatever, 150 micrograms, on a Friday, yeah. right? And have a great time. And then Saturday night, say, I want to do that again. Take the exact same tab. Nothing. You might feel nothing. Yeah. No, not not oh, you, you might. Won't feel you anything. will feel nothing. Well, but then that see that explains the addictive properties of it. That there's no. That but there aren't any. Yeah, there's need. none because like literally you have to like your brain needs to reset. And I think the official like timeline is minimum seven days. Yeah. But so it's literally, and that's what our buddy in high school figured out. Where he's like, man, I tried, I tried to trip like two days in a row and nothing happened. Yeah. Like you okay, literally. Dude. So that's think about that. That's different than anything else out there. This should, this, if these are you supposed drink, to be like special, you like, know, it's like, a special occasion. If you drink booze, like I did, you can get drunk night after night. Every it's day. It's not yeah. like if you drink a bunch of Jack Daniels on Friday um, and you get drunk on Saturday, you can't. Um, if you smoke pot, you can smoke pot every day and get effects every day. If you do heroin, meth, whatever it is, there's no other properties out there other no. than like LSD and psilocybin mushrooms where there's this weird like waiting period. Like, yeah. no. Like, like you did something now go away. Well, and even for like the, the, the two days after my trip, I like, I did have a slight headache, but I yeah. also knew I'm like, okay, I just, I need my brain, my body needs time to process yeah. all this. And here I am 10 days later. And it's weird because I used to take my, uh, migraine meds and I keep them in my purse. Yeah. Um, I left the house today without them and I knew I was going to be doing a lot of physical activity mm-hmm. and just really busy and not eating a lot. And I'm like, that's like perfect for a migraine sufferer. Those are your, those are kind of like your, uh, your, uh, yeah. Perfect storm of yeah, like, triggers. I know. I'm like, I got to eat. I got to hydrate, you know, if I'm going to be that active, but I didn't, I didn't take a thing today and cause I didn't need it. Yeah. So it was kind of awesome. That's like when I, um, you I know, just, it just makes me laugh so hard the way people are so okay with drinking themselves but, into I a mean, stupor every listen, night that's but such, i need re- i need rehab because i took a mushroom trip that for is, migraines that is such societal shit man that is just and I and know. and again if you really go through it there was a time when our panties were in a lot about that you yeah. know remember we decided to, to, to get rid of booze for a while because women were upset that their husbands were drunk all the time okay we should so, you know what we should have just gotten <laughs> really when has booze i mean god i just 
as somebody who doesn't drink anymore, I just have such a new perspective on it. Yeah. And I just like, even the best nights end up bad with booze. They just really do. Something always happens with just, somebody. It's a weird societal thing where um, we've kind of put the stamp of approval on that. It's kind of a rite of passage at a certain age. And you're supposed, you know, I mean, that was, uh, you know, it's, it's just, that's societal shit. So yeah. I don't, look, I don't fault Al. Or even, you know, Amy, who was questioning, if you're someone who, let's just say you're 55 years old, in your entire life, that's been the playbook. You know, the playbook has been, this is okay, this and is not. this is bad, and people who do, do that are bad. Then, so I'm a bad person, yeah. You know, so I get that, and now the world is changing, and it must be tough. We're all of a sudden, you know, like, it, it's, oh, okay, so that's not bad anymore, which, of course... Always begs, and and this is my big thing about having honest conversations about any kind of mind-altering substance, is that, you know, like like you've said, AJ, we're of the D.A.R.E. generation, right? Yeah. We are the Nancy Reagan, just say no. We are, like, the first. Like, we're the ones that they're like, here, we're going to start this with these kids and yeah. see how it works out. Meanwhile, my grandparents were smoking inside <laughs> when we were over there. Like, just smoking and my drinking every God, day, right? just chain-smoking while the grandkids are in the living room. <laughs> but, you know, what happened with me was... And, and I was scared into that camp. Like, yeah, who you'll, wasn't? You'll fucking die. And all of a sudden, that time between my freshman and sophomore year in high school, when I smoked my uh, my first my first uh, joint, and all of a sudden I didn't die. And <laughs> wow. I, I actually had kind of a cool time, and I didn't become a drug addict. What that does then is make you say as a person, well, what else have they been lying to me about? Yeah, yeah. And the problem is with that is, as we all know, I hope we all know by now, is that it's a, it's a long jump between a joint and heroin. Oh, that's a very long jump. But the problem is we call them all drugs, right? Ga- uh, gateway. Uh, that's my favorite yeah. word. Gateway, gateway drugs. drugs. No. We call if you them, try weed, you're definitely yeah. going to try heroin. No, you're no. not. <laughs> but it's like we put God. them all into the same bucket. And, and you can't. And then the problem is... Once you try one, you're like, well, well, I didn't die off that. Maybe I'll try another. And yeah. that's unfortunately what happened to me in high school, where I just, anything I could get my hands on, it was like, fine, why not? And I, I just wonder how different that conversation or my life would have gone had they said, all right, look, here's all the substances that are mind-altering, starting from booze and tobacco and yeah. pot all the way down to everything, and here are the ones that can kill you, here are the ones that can't, here are the ones that have addictive properties. I mean, I feel like you would then have a broader spread yeah. of like, okay, all right, because it's all shades of fucking It body. absolutely is, and I also, like, I have never really been open to uh, mind-altering drugs before, but I yeah. also... I'm not a dummy. I see all the medical research they're doing for uh, cluster headaches was yeah. the, the first one with on mushrooms psilocybin, yeah. on psilocybin. And now they're doing end of life therapies and all kind of with, with um, mind altering substances. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, interviewed or, or, or had a conversation with a clinic um, who's uh, offering up ketamine treatments, yeah. you know, which is being used. I mean, club kids will be like, oh, special K. We used to snort that stuff at raves. Yeah. Um, it's actually now that it's being, you know, uh, therapeutically used, it's doing amazing things for clinical depression. Yeah. So, you know, the times they are changing, That's fine. but I just wanted you to get all the, um, uh, all the messages, well, you know, from, uh, from the love to the rehab. You I like will, that? you know what? I'm going to book myself in. Are you? Can you imagine? Yeah. You what? don't even have health insurance what? for a medication. <laughs> what Holy would fuck. you do if somebody walked into the recovery center you used to work at yeah. and said, 
I did mushrooms 10 days ago and I think I need help. What would you say? Um, If that's it. I mean, that's, that's, I don't even drink. It's not, I don't smoke. It's not what I would have said. It's uh, what the admissions office would have said in the form of, is that cash or charge? <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Thurgood. Hi. Hi. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. You in here for some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit! Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them! Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? No. No, I can't say I have. I didn't think so. Boo this man! I didn't know what year it was because I spent the morning listening to a new Limp Biscuit album. <laughs> That's that was really good. It's not something I thought you would say in 2021 is new Limp Biscuit. A new album called Still Sucks. And <laughs> true that. Man, wasn't it supposed to get better? It does still suck. It says still sucks. <laughs> and I was listening to that and I said, "Boy, this this sounds like the Limp Biscuit I listened to in like the year 2000." Um and and so that was a weird yeah, yeah. That, that was just a weird kind of mind thing for me. But then I wrapped up my day uh, watching uh, New Dexter on Showtime. And New then Dexter. I really needed to say, what year is it? Where am I? What's happening? What's happening right now? And by the way, the Limp Bizkit album slaps pretty hard, as the kids would say. It's a bop. Um, it's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, Dexter New Blood is back on Showtime. Here Dexter. The Michael C. Hall series about a uh, ethical serial Cereal killer, killer. <laughs> a serial killer who uh, recognizes his need to kill and fuses it with society's need to rid themselves of bad guys. He kills the bad guys, not the good guys. Right, just the bad just guys. the baddies. <laughs> and this was a show that was around, do we bring up when the original run was, but it was on Showtime, and like a lot of shows, and we could go down the, the list, you know, they end... The first episode was 2006. The last episode was 2013. So it ended... Uh, so it was seven years. Seven, seven years on the air. Eight yeah. years ago, it went away. And by the end, it was a pretty big show. Oh, I mean, it, 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 it yeah. you know, built itself up. And it ended. And like a lot of times, everyone said, boy, that ending sucks. Yeah. And, and we can talk about this with The Sopranos and Six Feet Under. Weeds. And weeds and all the nine million other shows out there that we've my, all watched. And my overall... Because, Lost, you know. Because I used to write a lot when I was a kid, like stories. I love to write stories. I even yeah. wrote some scripts. But I also realized that you do get so wrapped up in a story that you're not thinking you're not ahead to the ending. And yeah. so that's why I don't fault any of these writers for shitty endings. Cause I'm like, how do you wrap something up? And, well, and it's all, um, it's all, it's all subjective. Like see, some was, people will love it. Some people won't, you can't please everybody. But I was also going to say in a situation like sometimes, uh, you'll often hear them say, well, I know the ending. It's just everything else I have to fill in. The problem is I feel like with a lot of these TV shows, and for some reason I'm going to focus in on like the TV aspect of this because all these shows we're talking about come out of the HBO Showtime kind of premium cable world. Um, they're money makers. 
And so you as a writer may say, oh, I had this perfect storyline. Here's how it goes. Here's how it starts. Here's where it ends. And then it becomes a hit. And then Showtime says, great. We want seven seasons. This needs to go at least four more seasons. And you're like, well, hold on. I don't have that much. I mean, and it it even happened. And I read about it. It happened with Squid Game, which is a very limited series. What was it? Nine episodes? Nine episodes. Nine episodes. Really eight and a half. Because that one episode is like 20 minutes. Yeah, Yeah, the second to last episode was way short. Um, But I read all about it. It. And yeah, they did just confirm, the creator confirmed this yeah. week that there will be a second season, but but there's no dates, nothing. He's like, it's in my head, but there will be one. Because originally there wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. So See, so same thing. This exactly. guy had an idea and then all of a sudden. And he, and he straight out said no second season. Yeah. And then Netflix, you know, put the pressure Fuck on. Fuck you. I'm going to pay you all the money in the yeah. world and you're going to give us a second season. So, but like with Squid Game, I was reading about the original idea for the show mm-hmm. and like, and, and, and no spoilers here, but the cop in the show wasn't originally in the story. He had to write that in to extend yeah. the series. So like, that's kind of how I look at it. I feel bad for these writers because you know, this isn't always their doing. So this is kind of the first I can remember where a show was so bashed for the ending. It was pretty bad. Every from fans to stars. Even people yeah. who starred in the show. Michael C. Hall didn't like the, the ending. The dude who plays Dexter didn't he like the ending. He said that on the red carpet of the new series. <laughs> that he didn't like the ending, but he also yeah. never, he's like, I didn't think we'd ever come back to redo it. So they brought back the show. It was a show, um, again, that, that left. Um, it was open-ended. A, there's an open door, yeah. not a satisfactory, but you know. But we, I also, it's it's just like that with every show that has that main character, just like The Sopranos, right. just like Weeds, all of those shows. When you have one central character, one person, either you either you kill him or you let him live. Half the people are going to be upset, half either are going to be happy. So and I'm like, I, I don't feel like there is any good way to end these shows. So Dexter ends up getting a, and I do like this aspect of it. It's gotten itself a limited series reboot. Okay, so this is like one season. So this is not and not even a full season. It's like eight or nine episodes. Very much like Squid Game, right? Maybe maybe that's our new attention span, guys. Eight to nine episodes, one hour apiece. The only thing that confuses me about these shows, they say like season one, episode one. And I'm like, oh, does that mean there's going to be multiple seasons? Why don't they just say episode one, episode two? Because when you say season, people expect more than one. So the show is back now for this limited run, and it's really a redemption run yeah. um, to fix what was a shitty ending. And and it's in real time, so it's supposed to be with with the time that's passed. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like... It's, it was eight years ago. And eight years have passed. You have the original character back, Michael yep. C. Hall, which, by the way, he almost fucking died like in between this. He had cancer. He had can- yeah, I think he had cancer when he was yeah, filming like when the he was original filming run. Dexter. So, we like, were talking about just Michael C. Hall in general and just how we have been watching him on TV now for two decades yeah. with... Six feet under and Dexter. And now we're watching him again because he doesn't, he's pretty quiet in between. But God, I love Michael C. Hall. He's in it. um, The character of his sister with the original uh, actress is in it as well. Or I should say actor. I don't want to, uh, you know, upset the. The pronouns. The pronouns. And speaking of upsetting pronouns, the one thing I have noticed that's evolved in the world of Dexter is that. The show is now being made in 2021 as opposed to 2013. 
it even actually went on the air. What'd you say, 2006? Yeah. We didn't even allow gays to get married back then. Nope. But in the new land where Dexter lives, which just happens to be a remote Alaskan village, we have found the world's most diverse (laughs) and perfectly casted little town in Alaska. But hang on, hang on. I challenge Mm -hmm. you. Go back a few podcasts. Go ahead. When we were talking about Midnight Mass. Same, Same thing. thing. Midnight Mass takes place on a little island. And I think at the very beginning, they're like population, oh, 174 the people. The most diverse fucking island of all time. I was going to say, you've got uh, handicapped people, people of well, every color. Hold and- on. Are you talking about Midnight Mass or Dexter? Because Same thing. Dexter pops up. We've watched the first episode. And by the way, they are releasing them old school. It's, it's yeah. one, one episode you'll, a week. You'll survive, I yeah. promise. I see so many people so complaining. I'm like, this um, is kind of nice, actually. Actually. But so we're watching it and, you know, it's it's based in this very remote Alaskan town and, you know, far from everywhere. And within the first episode, they set up like there we've got everything from a gay couple that like, you know, owns, owns like a gun owns shop, a gun like, a, shop. like a fishing and hunting shop. Um, there is a woman with disabilities. She's got like she's in a wheelchair. And then in the, like the next 10 she minutes, uses prosthetics. Uses, she uses prosthetics. Um, we also have a female police chief, which also happens to be an Alaskan native, yes. which is the only, cause I don't think Eskimo is the, uh, appropriate oh, term Oh, no, anymore. no, no. We don't say that anymore. Um, but I mean, she's the only one where I'm like, okay, that, that flies. Like, I feel like well, that if, makes sense. if yeah. I go into a little Alaskan town that I'm going to probably find some native Alaskans, yeah. um, who, who work there, but we were it both. It did make me realize though, how underrepresented. Absolutely. They are. To, no, no, no. Cause to see her, I was like oh well that makes sense because yeah. they're in alaska Fuck and then yeah. like why is this weird because they're underrepresented on tv and movies and then i think we even had there's like one black uh one black guy there yeah. and you know i'm still trying to find this alaskan town that they live it in so with, diverse with these demographics <laughs> and like the weird part is is you know Just because and listen I have no doubt that there's probably a town like this somewhere in the world. But, it ain't in Alaska. But overall... It ain't in Alaska. We all know what small towns are like. and They, they ain't all, like that. They ain't like that. They ain't that diverse. I was... Uh, and you wish they were, but they're not. Well, and like that... And like, it's like, I get it. And I feel like I should shut the fuck up because... I'm a white guy who's straight. So basically every movie and TV show has always represented me. Either it's from my point of view, the main character like matches up with me. So I don't know what it's like to be a woman or a minority or, or, you know, a person of color, someone who's gay to say, boy, I'm never on screen. So I, you look, I get that, but I also feel like we have to be a little, you know, like just realistic yeah. In the premise of the show. It's kind of like, Small you know. Small town America, unfortunately, doesn't look like that. Like well, but, especially but think, rural, rural Alaska. But think about think about the original uh, run. It was in Miami. It was in Miami. So Miami. it was incredibly cultural hey, diverse. Papi. I mean, it was nothing but just Didn't like Cuban say, though, influence. Now, if you watch Dexter now, the original run, they have the disclaimer that says contains like outdated cultural references against Cubans. Yes, they do. So, which makes me laugh because, like, 
when I think back to the show, that's not what I think of it. But and again, we used to represent Cubans by Ricky Ricardo. Okay, yeah. that was our main representative, the guy who used to fly off the handle and start screaming in uh, Spanish. I really, really like the reboot. Of course, my sister doesn't, but my sister like she's she just, hates everything. She's she, a she's, core millennial. Yeah. Everything sucks. She's yes. too cool for the room. She yeah. feels like they had te- almost ten years. They should have come up with something better. Yeah. I like it. I and maybe my expectations are low because it's just a. It's like an old friend coming. It back. is an old friend. See, and like that's the thing is, I'm wondering if um, because the Sopranos movie was different. It didn't give you the same characters. No. Like it was a very different thing. So it's kind of a prequel. I didn't like end up um, at the end of the Sopranos movie, the Many Saints of Newark, saying, "Hey, uh, I I now want more of this." Right? Yeah. It was content. I do feel like we're going to get to the end of these eight or nine episodes and want more, and going to be like, "Okay, I mean, unless he unless they kill him off, unless they kill him or he gets caught or some yeah. shit, you know." So, because that's my problem is that we always we just want more, more. That's why I never wanted the traditional Sopranos movie that was talked about for years, yeah. where it was going to be what happened after after the 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 cut after the black. The Diner scene, yeah. Because I'm like, well, that's just going to want us to fucking start you're, the show you're again. You're always going to want more yeah. because your life keeps going and you wonder, even though they are fake characters, <laughs> right. you still wonder what would have happened to that person if life would have kept going on. So I do, I like the fact, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, but there's only one episode, so you yeah. really can't, uh, you can't binge can't be ahead. spoiled too much. Yeah. Um, his son Harrison comes back looking for him, which I love because yeah. we always joke about that when we watch well, TV. That, is that how, was part of the ending that everyone hated, that, yeah. that, this, that he essentially, when he fucking rode off into the sunset, left his son... With, with, some, another with another killer. serial killer who he already didn't trust or like. Like yeah. it was someone. No, no, no. Remember they were, they were in love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but so, didn't they go to like South America or something like that? But all of us were kind of like, well, that's, that's fucked up. What happened there is fucked up. Him just leaving. That's weird. That shouldn't happen. But I'm glad they're exploring it because yeah. you and I always joke about kids in TV shows, how they never grow up. Like, they, well, <laughs> not only do they never grow up, but like if, if sometimes they don't grow up at all. Sometimes they just disappear. You just like, never see them. Yeah, a baby yeah. is a baby, and then the baby's off screen like for like ninety percent of the time. It's awesome for your your favorite character to have a baby. But yeah. What don't you want to watch? You don't want to watch them dealing with a baby crying all night because that's too real. You don't give a shit about yeah, that. That's Kids boring. never around. Kid is always at yeah. a babysitter's. Like that's not reality. So that's why I like that they brought Harris back because it's very legit that he would go looking for his dad. The uh, show is on Showtime. If you haven't watched the original Dexter, watch them all. Except the last season. And <laughs> no, you got to watch the last I know, season you to do, know. Because now that ties into this. It, I abso- get that, right? You, do you know what I remember about the last season? And this is terrible. What was that? Um, the terrible CGI storm yes. in the last episode. Well, yeah. Because it was so like they, when he's fucking yeah. rowing out there in the ocean or whatever they little try shit to make, boat he's on. Yeah, they try to make it like a hurricane's approaching Bro, Miami, and it is the worst. You CGI. did not have Steven Spielberg money to no. fucking make that look. And good. it was 2013. It's not like it was that long ago. They could have. They but that's like a TV budget, though. That's not like movie still, budget. That's a TV but budget. But at that point, that show was so big they could have pumped a few extra dollars into that CGI. That's all I remember is the shitty storm that doesn't look real. If you like seeing people with attitudes get their comeuppance, yeah. Then this show's for you, Dexter New Blood. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. 
the Pat and AJ podcast.